There's that beautiful voice. All right, you're uh, nice, Craig. Hey. Nice, Craig. All I right. just I would like everyone to admit that I did a lot of work. I was the one who had to put down Craig, so I was the one who had to go all the way back into my corpse pit, sort through all the bodies down there. I had to consort with the Dark Abyss to raise his soul from the dead, and now he's back, so I hope you're all happy. I, I am very happy. Thank you, Mike. You did a um, great job with the animation. Now that Craig is back, things are finally back to normal, I feel. Maybe. I don't know. So, welcome to Mao was a Mensch, a podcast where we allegedly review beer. Um, I'm Nathan. I'm Elliot. I'm Cass. I'm Mike. I'm Abigail. And this week, ah, oh, it's a, uh, it's quite the week because this week we're reviewing King Cobra, forty ounce. Malt liquor, baby! Hell yeah! As suggested oh, by on. none other than your most gracious host, me. Hold you are on. not. What you are, are not a gracious for? host. Hold, you are not hold, a gracious. Hold I'm on. Sorry. Okay. Okay. Go ahead, Abby. Well, hold on. It's premium malt liquor. Oh. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. I am. I am having an existential crisis looking at this thing. Smooth taste. Look. I, I know what people are probably thinking looking at the 40 that's on their desk or whatever they have the 40 like placed right now. But here's the thing. I love 40s. OK, it's just like it's guaranteed to get you drunk. I have plenty of great memories drinking 40s. It's it's good. I think it tastes a little bit better than regular beer of the same quality. So, yeah, I like 40s and that's all there is to it. Um, Just so everybody listening knows um nathan our um most fascist host um has decreed that we we are not going to stop recording until everybody has drank oh my god really all all of the yes. yes. oh god okay i'm i'm gonna get started then i'm opening this thing my bladder is crying looking yeah at we're this. gonna have to have bathroom breaks we might have to have bathroom everybody just drink it fast okay Drink it fast, make it, make it fast. Make it God damn it, Mike. <laughs> Fuck off. Hold on, I'm actually right, are we doing this? I'll be right back. Just give me are you second. fucking kidding me? Okay. Yeah, I... yeah for Go, some reason. Hurry. Really on... Are, are we going what's... to count down? What's going no, we're on? Waiting on? We're waiting on Nathan to do something. I don't what I didn't even hear. What liquor is. anyway? I have no idea. Great question Google for it. Google. Malt liquor. It is... While ordinary beers in the United States average around 5% alcohol by volume, malt liquors typically range around 6%, which are made with ingredients and processes resembling those of American-style lagers. Oh, are they, or are they made with ingredients? Uh, with ingredients and processes rem uh, resembling American-style lagers. I'm also having trouble opening this one. It is made with malted barley. All right, I'm back. I see the right okay. leverage. Okay. Malt is a germinated cereal grain that has been dried in a process known as malting. The grain is made of germite by soaking water and then halted from germinating further. It makes it taste good. <laughs> okay, let's go. Let's go. Okay. Right. Three, two, one, go. Okay. That tastes pretty beery. I, How, I hate you. I like it. I like it a lot. 
I like. Oh, anyway, God, I uh, like it while it's cold, but I know it's not going to stay that way for very right. long. So, well, then you better chug. You, you better <laughs> chug. Um. So, uh, to commemorate drinking an entire forty, um, which you know, I'm, these these people they they don't even know. I used to do Edward forty hands all the time. I can drink two forties. Um, I but know we can you only can, drink baby. one. Can you still Eight. drink two forties though? I think I can. Yeah. Okay, I definitely Let's can. Not- Let's not test that theory. Um, well, I mean, if Nathan wants to test it, he he's in his own home, and we don't have to deal with him. That's on. That's between him and God and Courtney. Well, I should have bought two forties if we were going to go this far. I only got one. But I mean, well, I'm not, not drinking two forties. But if you drank two forties on this podcast, more power to you. You know what? Next time we review a malt liquor. Like old English or something? We're doing uh, no, <laughs> no. I bet your ass I'm gonna drink two forties. No. Uh, oh, um, I had a question: Is this the the malt liquor that is parodied in Black Dynamite? Yeah, I was about it to is. say anaconda, it, it, malt, anaconda malt liquor. Anaconda malt liquor <laughs> gives you little Richard. <laughs> God, I better start drinking. I really, I should watch that movie again. Um. Oh, so yeah, uh, but to commemorate the fact that we're drinking two forties, as I was saying, um, welcome back to another episode of what is tentatively called Rorschach Book Club. Um, we're talking about Rorschach again. Oh boy! Um, oh boy! Did everybody we read about two issues? I actually did. Yeah. I read both issues. I did as well. <laughs> I awesome. do want to. I want to go ahead and start off yet again. I'm not fucking sorry. <laughs> I do you have really strong wanna, opinions about this? I want to back that up. I kind of hated these issues. Really? Really? Yeah. I feel What's like that? This, the, I, wow, I, feel, I really like these issues. Uh, I like the second. I like num- uh, issue number nine. I wasn't crazy about issue number eight. I really liked issue number nine. I think issue number nine might have been one of my most favorite so far. All right. Here's my problem: is none of the issues are very good. Uh, there was the one. There was the the diary one was kind of good, but every issue feels like it's coming from like a different writer, which I know isn't true. And these were dumb. Really, I didn't really feel that. Abby, I um, think you've. I, I think you've. I as I said before, I think you've just drunk the Elliot Kool Aid, and so I'm just very. <laughs> really? To, yep. I mean, I think Elliot likes it more than I do. Okay, yeah, Elliot I actually, probably hates it more than I do, but also likes it more than I do. Um. So, uh, I mean, overall, I think it's a terrible fucking comic still so far. Um, but there are individual I- issues that are really good. And I, I think eight and nine are two pretty damn good issues. Um, it's a shame uh, the comic can't seem to fucking decide what it, what it wants to focus on. Yeah, I agree with that. And... What do you mean when you say that? Okay, so seven is the weird Frank Miller one. Yeah. Yes. Um, I was like, okay, so next issue, I guess they're gonna elaborate more on this whole like, uh, it's a metaphor for comics thing or whatever the hell, right? I wanted to just know why he was wearing the Rorschach outfit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah, I, I want that issue know. that issue ends, right? And then issue eight jumps to a completely different, like, scene, completely different plot point. Like, 
like there's no there's barely any follow-up on issue seven and that comes out like the very end of issue eight and i'm like can can i get some like consistency here can we like have like a clear thread that we're gonna follow issue through issue instead of jumping all over the fucking place to correct you i think that there are two panels where we see frank miller getting arrested yes we we yes and wow that great thank you for bringing that up because i oh my god stop quoting rorschach stop quoting rorschach it doesn't it, it just doesn't, there's no setup for you know, I think it, the really. The comic is called Rorschach, so okay, I expect okay. a little bit of fan service. <laughs> I mean, sure. as, yeah. as, I, I would just like to say, I don't feel like it's at all integral that it's set in the Watchmen universe. I definitely think it's a really interesting, it could be a really interesting look at fan culture and cults in general. I don't feel like that it's integral it's set in the Watchmen universe. I don't really feel tied to the Watchmen universe in this comic, and it very much feels like a, an interesting idea, poorly done, in a Watchmen skin. Yeah, I could. Uh, I felt like it. Felt like I was reading kind of like fan fiction a lot. Though, though I had, I have an I though I have like I don't know this for sure, but I have an inkling that the ask was do a comic on Rorschach and you know this was the story that was that wanted to be told and just kind of like the fit the world that the ask was for you get what I'm saying um, I, sort of see that. I guess I'm not I guess I'm not 100% on that but I, I don't know this. I don't know I don't know for sure because I actually do agree with Abby that and again I just want to say this up front um, I don't really like going through this 12-issue miniseries issue by issue, because as I've said every time we've brought this up, I like to have, if I'm going to like review something overall, I want to have all the pieces in front of me, and then I'll make the final decision. Like, I was decidedly, decidedly, I mean, I have my opinions issue for issue, decidedly neutral on Doomsday Clock, which is a whole different really? piece. But, no, but that was mainly because I was going to reserve judgment until I had all the issues, and I could say, okay, here's, like, all the loose ends that weren't tied up, and here's here's everything, right? Yeah, I don't have any issues. I could see that, like, with Doomsday Clock, this is specifically talking about Doomsday Clock, I could see that was going to be a train wreck, but I wasn't going to specifically call it one until I got that final punch at the end okay here's well my I, counterpoint I think, to that well i think that's especially poignant in a series like this where it's specifically about like a really long-winded mystery you're kind of unwinding from the perspective of yes. the detective yeah so yeah. i building on that it, this is very much a monthly call which means i should be excited for next month's issue and honestly if i never figured finish this i would not care like it is should that... be it should be building I don't know. It's just like in the era of binging, you have you have seasons or shows dropped at once, which very much has to they have to feel like full shows and not like weekly episodes. And if you're if you're doing something weekly or monthly like comics or uh, if you're still for some reason making shows that premiere on live TV, I, I don't even know what shows still do that. Um, then 
it should it should take advantage of the format. And I don't know if this takes advantage of the format because each one is jarring and has no coherent story, and I'm really not interested. Hmm. I, I agree it has no coherent story. I think they all kind of fit into each other. I think it's just hard to see the the way it like relates to each other when it 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 feels it, like it's kind of stringy. I didn't along. say I yeah, I didn't say the story doesn't fit together or that it's not intended to fit together. I just think that it's dumb <laughs> and it's not I, super coherent. Yeah, I mean, I think like um I mean, I I before this episode, I went back and I reread every single comic released um so far, every single issue of this comic, mm-hmm. I mean. Yeah. Um so I I do have like up through issue nine, of course it's not all released yet. Um I do have like the I, I have binged it, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. Um and it, it just doesn't again, like some individual issues, like they work fine um on their own, I guess, technically. Like um issue three, that's the one that I really kind of hate. Um which one was that one again? That's the that's the one where he um finds her journal. Yeah. Or or he, he tells us that he found her journal and then and then the whole thing is just um her journal, I guess. Um yeah, that one I it's would It's going be through able... like her origin story and yeah, oh, shit, yeah, that she they, went um, through to become like a sharpshooter. Yeah, it's it's her uh cheap exposition dump. Um Anyways, so I think that one on its own, I would have less problems with if it didn't come directly on the heels of issue two, which is this really good, like, actually, you know, feels like a detective story of this guy, you know, finding pieces of Will Meyerson's life and then putting together everything else. And then, you know, you have that and then you go straight into, um, you know, just... Uh, okay, well, I guess he found her journal off screen and now we're reading it and it's just explaining her backstory and that's it, I guess. I mean, I kind of like that I, issue because it goes into like the, the culture that is kind of developed from the. Yeah, the I, shit. I think that like it was important that we get the kid's perspective from her. Are own we getting her perspective, perspective though? I we're don't getting think we're it getting from her, her journal, yes. Yeah, we're, we're getting, getting it from her journal, but um, like the way that it's what's that word? Um, relayed, relayed to us is like I don't have any sense that she's the one who wrote it outside of like the quotes that kind of bookend it, right? The quotes from the articles. I don't like it. It just feels like somebody is telling me the events. That happened. And you could say, you could make the argument that that's intentional because she, you know, she says like, oh, I put it there for you to find. So you could be like, oh, well, she, you know, she's just wants to have her backstory for somebody to, you know, understand. It's her her manifesto. It doesn't feel like a manifesto, though. Yeah, I'm with Elliot. It, I like, if it were a manifesto, I would expect a lot more like. Um, you know, like preaching or like talking about what she is actually like what her 
I mean, I guess they can't actually tell us what her goals are because, you yeah. know, that's part of the mystery. But I would like, I would expect a lot more, like, personal... You feel yeah, like it's I, more like an expositional topic and not yeah. her actually writing it. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I think they could tell us what our goals are and just her goals are and just not necessarily have it be clear. But like, yeah, yeah. Like there, there's ways that they could use it to drop clues as a manifesto, because <clears throat> manifestos don't have to be the clearest thing in the world. Um, so it could be an interesting manifesto and add to the story and it's just exposition on chapter three <laughs> yeah and like again it comes right after um issue two which is all about will myerson and his um you know it has his comic that we look at and that is essentially his manifesto right yeah. and it's it, it it's it it's very oh my god um i mean it tells us about him like it tells us about how he thinks it tells us about his politics. It tells us about, um, you know, how how um, he reacts to the world around him. Um, it tells us where he's coming from. Sure. Um, without, like, just going, this is who I am. This is what my story is. This is um, how my parents treated me. This is, well, you know, like... Yeah, looking back through that issue, I kind of feel that, but I feel like it's it kind of swaps in between like the journal passages and like what looks like firsthand accounts from her. Mm -hmm. So I'm I'm yeah, that doesn't really stick out to me as that much big of a problem. I mean, but it doesn't even. I get what you mean. It doesn't seem like a realistic like. It's not even that it doesn't of, from her. I mean, it's not right. even that. It's not even like, oh, this isn't a realistic journal. It's just like, it it doesn't feel like. It doesn't. It doesn't feel like like she wrote it, right? It feels like somebody else wrote it. No, I agree with that. Yeah, and I like it. Just this. Like, if I want, I, if they're gonna I, do that, I think that um, they should just try harder i guess <laughs> no i get it it doesn't feel like a very reliable like framing device but i feel like it's not used that like aggressively as a framing device in that uh in that issue so i, I mean i don't yeah. really have that much I mean, of a problem with it that's kind of my issue honestly I, that it's not used as an aggressive framing device it's that, that it feels half-assed i think oh like I don't, I don't care about using a journal as like an aggressive framing device. Like that's fucking what Watchmen is. Yeah. Um, but if you're going to do that, don't like half-ass it and only use it in like half of the issue, and it doesn't really seem like it's very well fleshed out. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Thank you. I am like a third of the way through this um fucking king cobra already so i'm sorry wow. if i did you're so powerful right. i i want to get this finished before it gets warm because i am already having a hard time stomaching it anyways <laughs> okay. uh, um so my my take though if i could say something yeah yeah go for it yeah as i'm as i'm kind of getting into like the the eighth and ninth issue which is kind of like the you're starting to see the fuller picture of the story I have to say I'm kind of coming around to it because my thing about this like series is that I really want to give it the not as bad as it could have been award. 
because I feel well, like if you're going to make any like continuation of Watchmen, it's mm-hmm. not going to please like anybody. Like that was my problem with the like before Watchmen series. Ugh. Yeah, yeah. Because I feel like these characters are so like encapsulated within the original comic. Anything that you try to like add or put in that's like backstory to them is going to feel like really disingenuous. Right. But when I read through this, what I really like about it is that he says it in the first issue, uh, Rorschach is dead. Nothing about this series is actually about Rorschach well, themselves. Well, okay, maybe. Sorry. Nope, I'm going to let you continue. I'm going to let you continue. Sorry. Oh, jeez. At least from my perspective, it's like, it's talking about all of the, like, him as a the, symbol. The corpse, yeah, but the corpse in the start had his fingerprints. Yeah, but we know as, like, someone who's read Watchmen, he got fucking exploded. He got fucking exploded. Um, what if he got put back together? Yeah, I, I'm, I, I don't think you can make... I mean, that's a possibility, but I don't so far... We are speculating, we're speculating, we're speculating, let Mike keep going. Okay. It is, but so far from what I've read in these issues, it's very much about the way that this character has been, like, affecting people. Because they talk about how Rorschach is himself like a Rorschach, where it's like everyone is everyone kind of saw him and saw something different. And they talk about like the way that really superheroes in general are are, you can have wildly different interpretations of their like morals uh, just by like applying your own feelings to them. Right. And I'm, I'm kind of digging that hole as like a general motif because you're kind of just diving into all these characters and their philosophies and like the way they're kind of they're picking up off of this like really interesting character of Rorschach and how weird it is in general. There's a lot of like it, it gives it gives me the brain noodles. I yeah, I, I really I'm like that. Noodles. I really like the idea behind it. I agree with everything Mike's saying. I just think I, it sucks. Um, <laughs> because I feel... Because I, <laughs> what, what I'm getting at is that I feel like if you were going to make like a full-fledged Rorschach continuation comic like this, if you were going to include Rorschach, people would be like actually mad about what... Yeah. Like, how they oh, were interpreting I mean, the character. But yeah, I would, going I, further, it's like, ah, it's not about us interpreting the characters about how these other characters interpreted the character of Rorschach, and it's like, ah! <laughs> I don't know, so I was kind of digging it. Isn't that kind of like hedging your bets, though? You know, what do you mean? Every- well, it's like, instead of trying to make a stance on what the actual Rorschach character is, it's just uh, showing us all the different possibilities, which I guess is kind of cool, but it it might be interesting does... to see what he actually thinks. But I think that, look, I think that if you actually put the genuine fucking article in there, if you put the actual characters in there, you're, as DC has shown us at least two times over now, you're walking into a minefield. Nobody wants to do that. So yeah, um, that's why I'm giving it the not as bad as it could have been award. I... Um, I, I, yeah, I mean, I'll definitely give it the not about, not as bad as it could have been award because, um, uh, before Watchmen exists and Doomsday Clock exists, 
and HBO Watchmen exist. <laughs> yeah, um, I I really like um like narrative playing with narrative structures. And so I really liked these last two issues. I really, really liked in issue eight how you could read it two different ways. And I thought that was really cool. And I really like wait, 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 wait. Wait, can you yeah, elaborate you... on that? Yeah. Oh, um, well, I don't think that it's not like I, as far as I can tell, and I only read it twice, which was the first way where you read it, um, you know, just like as a regular comic, like straight through. And then mm. the second way where it the, because the story in that issue, it's split up between these three interrogations. Right. right so the other right. way that you could read it is you could just read all one interrogation, then all the next interrogation. Oh, OK. Next oh, interrogation. Yeah. I didn't do that. I should try and that. You can, and you kind of read it in reverse because near the end, it kind of hints right. that he talked to the guy who's in the third section first. First. And then. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I really like that. I didn't like get too much out of it from doing it those different ways but i really appreciated the fact that you know you could mix and match the story structure that way i thought I, that was cool i like that i like it's writers a cool do. idea i just um, like you said there wasn't much to get out of it and I thought also it was some of the panelings kind of bizarre i thought it was kind of gimmicky yeah yeah i um i definitely like okay like i said um I think these last two issues, it's like, oh shit, maybe I should put some more detective work into my detective comic. And I was like, you know, so I read them and I was like, oh, nice. Okay, thank you. Um, and then in issue nine, I really appreciated one, the detective work. I thought that was cool, figuring out this where this body was and, oh, and yeah, all that. But that also cool. the transitions between the flashback and what was going on right now and that cool moment where, you know, when he figured out, oh, shit, there's something wrong with the carpet and it interrupted the flashback as, you know, he's, you know, kind of standing in for Meyerson in those in those flashbacks with him right. going, hmm, right. and Meyerson going, hmm, and I don't know. I like... um I I I love like wooey wooey narrative structures like that. It it it, it makes me happy to see. Oh, I love narrative structures it, like that. I just think this is bad, and also the dialogue kind of sucks. Actually, no, I'll take that back. The dialogue in eight kind of sucked. Nine was pretty good. But why do you hate the dialogue? Right? Why? You can't just um, say the dialogue sucks. Because there is a lot of very sh not strange, poorly written sentences. <laughs> Are um, you are you sure? What are you what are you talking about specifically? I mean, the yeah. one that I like latched onto, but there was a couple. Um, is it Laura talking? No, because Laura's not in this. And in, in issue eight. Oh, issue eight. I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah. No, I I liked the dialogue a lot more in issue nine. Um, for reasons that Nathan basically already stated, but there's like. I don't know. There's like one part where he, the psychologist says, but the science isn't always an exact science. And I'm like, oh, okay. What the fuck are you talking about? I you know what he's talking about. I thought that was kind of on purpose. Like That is a was... possible interpretation, but I, you know, it feels like when you rhyme the same word with itself and it's dumb. 
I don't, I don't really have a problem of, with that because that yeah. sounds like something that I would say as somebody who, especially in yeah. the heat of the moment, like when I'm really talking about something, if I could see myself, especially if I was being fucking okay, interrogated. But, but also, yeah, it also, sounded, it felt right. like a characterization of the guy. No, like, no, no. I'm going to push back against that because it's okay. revealed that they're what they're basically reading is scripted at the end. Yeah. So, yeah, so you're so saying in the heat of the moment line. when it wasn't the heat of the moment is dumb. I don't well, know. I feel like I don't... you're supposed to hear that line. Your bullshit detector is supposed to go off. Um, as the speaking writer. speaking as the king of petty complaints about this mm -hmm. comic, that's an incredibly petty complaint. There this, was is like a... the, this is like the internet complaint. You get, no, there, there, was a, there was a heavy. couple. There was just a couple points where it like felt. I don't know, like, it broke the flow of the writing and not in a particularly interesting or useful way. That was the one that, like, I had in front of me. There was a couple other ones. I'm not gonna reread this issue on air to tell you yeah. the other complaints, Fair. but it, that that was, like, the one that stuck out. But I remember, like, there was a couple times where I was like, they're reusing the same word in the sentence a lot. It just... It doesn't even feel natural or, like, the heat of the moment. Like, I, I just... I, I don't know. Maybe maybe I am being too petty, but that's just not how. Yeah, I, it strikes I like me. As, it strikes me as petty. Okay, well, it broke the flow and took me but out of any immersion. So I, I, I'm I will not. I will not say that. Okay. I will not say that your interpretation's invalid because you know different people dislike things for different reasons. You know, obviously, um, what breaks immersion for one person isn't going to break it for another. I think I have, generally speaking. If I'm like super patient with like uh, suspension of disbelief and like exposition dumps and all of this sort of thing. Everything that you guys are complaining about, I'm just like, yeah, whatever. I, I don't care. Uh, I'm fine with that. I just think it's bad. <laughs> well, okay. So very much, I like interesting narrative structures. I like seeing things from a lot of different points of view. I like unreliable narrators or everything like that. And I feel like this tries to use a lot of these things that I really like, but they just aren't particularly compelling. Like, they're, I just, I don't know, like, none of it makes me care. So far, the story has revealed nothing interesting. There hasn't really been a lot of interesting going on from these different points of view. And a lot of them are, like, just very stale. Like, we were talking about with issue three, like, the, the journal's supposed to be from the kids, like, or Laura's point of view, but it just doesn't feel like that. So, like, it, it's an interesting idea to have an issue that, like, goes through from her point of view, especially as, like, her looking over the past and her as a deceased character. There's a lot of stuff that you can do with that, but it's not used well. It's just, like, dumping exposition, and a lot of it feels like that. Um, and even then, like, I don't know, the things with the detective, like, even the detective just doesn't feel, it doesn't feel like he has a solid point of view, like, which maybe something will come of. I've got some possibilities in that in my mind, but, like, he just, like, how he goes about this case doesn't even seem necessarily, like, consistent between his issues. Yeah, I thought it was weird that he just started like punching the interrogation victims or victims. Yeah, interrogations. Yeah, they are kind of. Yeah, they are kind of victims. I, I don't know that. Like, it that just didn't feel right with his character. And I, 
I don't know. So it's just stuff like that where, and maybe some of that will get proven wrong, but like, I like a lot of the ideas in this. I like a lot of the ideas of how they're trying to tell the story. I just ultimately think that it's really good ideas executed very poorly to make something that just doesn't really grab my interest. And I will solely be reading because we're talking about it on this podcast. Okay. Here's, I just, I think it's really interesting to hear you guys talk about this because I, as a person who does not read a lot of comics, have been kind of approaching this in the way that I will approach a lot of the books that I read that are like, quote unquote, culturally significant that I wouldn't normally go out of my way to read. Um, but I am like sort of interested in them. So, that's kind of how I feel about this thing is that this isn't something that I would like go out of my way to read, but it's kind of interesting as I'm reading it. So what I would be interested in is like getting suggestions from you people about a actually good story, comic story to read through that isn't Watchmen. Midnight, midnight, midnight. I see. You know, there's this very well, good uh, Japanese comic called Chainsaw. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Chainsaw Man. We're we're it, getting to that next episode, yeah, so let's we just we'll we'll do a little teaser or spoiler or I'm whatever. Sorry, I couldn't. I couldn't yeah, resist. Yeah, let's not, let's not spoil Chainsaw Man because I, I am actually okay. Very yeah. I, I definitely I definitely Man. think there is some stuff where like Chainsaw Man does kind of do some of the tricks they're trying to do in this um and i think it's a lot more interesting so honestly rereading both of these and going into back to back how i think one does elements better than the other might be a really cool thing to do yeah. on the next episode of Mao's minch but this one's not done yet so we got to keep doing it yeah um i'm not even halfway done with my king cobra we better catch up where's everybody else um about halfway i am two thirds Holy Jesus, Jesus, people! Fucking Christ, Nathan! Ugh, I'm a little more than halfway. This is painful. I like malt liquor. Um, my uh, I but I I actually don't really have um have have much to say because I think that actually Mike talked about a lot of the things that I would have talked about and said it in a very you know well spoken way. Um, I uh, I. Um I'm excited to see where this goes. Um my biggest thing is again I am worried about the number of loose ends that are floating around. Um it's it's the thing that I'm always vigilant with when it comes to anything whether it's like prestige television or comics miniseries. Um we just opened up another one with the fact that the uh, fucking Redford administration may or may not be involved with the assassination um, at the end of issue nine. So, you know, I'm curious to see where that's going to go in issue oh, yeah. 10. But, um, you know, I... it's just like it's another thing that that that, OK, we're going to have to get into this. And with it as of issue 10, we're only going to have three issues left. That's so... true. It don't have Let's a just lot. See. I don't honestly I think for this narrative style loosens are fine. Some loosens are okay, but yeah. you can't just like bring up some stuff and then not explain it. I don't I'm think totally that's okay. I'm totally fine with that. 
I'm totally fine with leaving stuff for, to Again, run around the viewer's mind. There are certainly things that are it's okay for, but I, I think that there are loose ends here that need to be talked about. Um, uh, can I can I pitch a theory about where I think this is going? Yeah, go for it. I'm so in the the latest issue in issue nine, there was a lot of parallels where it was comparing the uh, the guy who was. Uh, dressed up as Rorschach, I can't remember his name. The comic Myers, Myers, Myers. Uh, son, and Myers, son. he was kind of like moving through and acting through the same way that the detective was moving through the house. Yeah, yeah. Right, so yeah. anyway, Nathan and I put five dollars on this very subject. If anyone wants to bet with me, that yeah. he's going I will to bet. I will bet. Continue Rorschach. Yeah, I will so bet fifty dollars. He's punching people. That he becomes Rorschach. Like, right, I don't well, think I'm, it's even I'm, on, I'm on your side of that, so I can't bet against you. Yeah, kind of I, already am also betting Because for that. I kind of think it's going to happen, but because I just like to gamble, I am the $5, and I only put $5 on because I kind of think it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. I'm the $5 on the other end that he's not going to become okay. a check. All right, here's a weird well, anybody... out there idea that I have. Wait, wait, just one second. If anybody on Twitter... Um, wants to bet against me on this, I am putting $50 down. If he doesn't... Elliot, you have $50. I have $50. I have $50. You know, my rent doesn't go up until next month. It's fine. If anybody out there actually does not think that the detective is going to become Rorschach at the end end of this whole miniseries, bet against Elliot. I'm really curious. Here, Here is my, like big brained uh take from this though yeah uh so at the beginning of the first issue they said that that they shared the myers and the actual original rorschach shared matching thumbprints what i think is happening is that Mm -hmm. there is some sort of weird mutative like genetic mutation that is like being passed Whoa. between all these guys that is actually turning them into uh, changing them, their mentality into Rorschach as well as their physical bodies. And that's why uh, his thumbprints are the same. Okay, that's, that's, that's fucking that shit. That's $50 against that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I really I will, like that theory. <laughs> I hate that theory. They have to I'm come up with some it. reason why they have matching fingerprint. What if it's like some weird Dr. Manhattan? It's like Wait, it is my... it is almost certainly Dr. Manhattan. It's almost certainly oh, well, I, I I'm gonna had, be really disappointed. I had I had a vague idea it. that um that it might have been Rorschach at well, no, they identified Myerson's body, didn't they? Yeah, okay, never mind. Yeah. I was like one. I was like maybe Myerson was the one who died in issue nine, but that's dumb. Never mind. Don't worry about me. Um, um, my personal theory is that they just wait. No, no, Kovacs didn't leave a fucking corpse. Never mind. Yeah. Um. Well, my my I guess my second personal theory is that it's some spirit possession bullshit. Okay, here's my terrible theory: is that the person who did the like fingerprinting record. It's just like some fucking cultist fanatic <laughs> and just pretended that it was. And it's oh, going to be some okay. stupid just fucking with them. Yeah. No, I, oh, think that's, I think that's the best idea. You know, that, really, is the best that would idea. be very funny. So that's the best idea. I, I, have, I have a lot more to talk about with this comic, if you will. Wait, really? Yes. I, think I think have more. I think, I think, personally, 
I think we should take like a five minute break and everyone should use the bathroom. I, oh, I don't need to pee. I don't need to actually pee don't really need to pee, but I will All need right. to soon. All right, but I'm fine. okay with a, a five minute break. I need to, I need to pee, pills. and I don't think until I pee I can oh. really get into this king card. Okay, more. okay, well, well, go pee. I actually want snacks, so this works out well for me. <laughs> All right, five minutes. Right. Okay, Bye. Everybody play some intermission Let's music. Let's go to the lobby. Let's <laughs> all go, go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Get ourselves a drink. Oh, that's what it is. Okay. Came back. Yay! Is everyone back. Everyone's back. Okay, so um, everybody's back. Intermission's over. Everybody's back. Let me shut down Isaac. Okay, so uh, now that we're back, real quick, um, Mike and I went to go get lunch with our friends Augusta and Alden. Yeah, because um, they yeah. happen to be in town. And shoutouts to the friends. Yeah, shoutouts. Shoutouts. Shoutout to um, Augusta, and, Augusta and Alden. I'm sorry I couldn't be there. I didn't see your message until it was way too late. Okay, so and Augusta was like, "All right." He, they looked at me. She looked at me. She asked, what's your obsession with Rorschach? I was like, I have no obsession with Rorschach. <laughs> wow. We're, we're doing this. It's... We're doing this because Elliot's obsessed with Rorschach. It is 100%. Like, <laughs> and, I, mean, I am not. I am not. I am obsessed with Watchmen in general because it is, Um, I think, I, I have uh, a lot of... okay, okay, okay. I would like to point out that there's a lot of men talking over me right now. Um, this is mansplaining, okay, mansplaining into you conversation. Pause. You fucking paused, right? Yeah, okay. you can't pause. Also, you're not talking about me. You're talking about me. You're talking about <laughs> you're okay, 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 okay. Wow. So. I have a collection of things that I've been wanting to ask the podcast for the, the uh, I don't know content reasons. Have you guys ever heard of a peanut butter and mayonnaise sandwich? Yes. No. Really? No. I've never heard of it. I've never. But I've also never heard of it. Are you? <laughs> is this what we're pivoting to? Is My dad made to? one of those in front of us and put bananas in between. I was like, that is the most disgusting thing. I don't think anyone's ever heard of that. I can think no, of that. I've heard of peanut butter and banana. Level. I, you know, that seems like something some someone would make in the South. That's all I got. Yeah, I mean, we're insane. The South yeah, that's, insane. That's, 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 yeah, that's, that's right around, right. Okay, I'm sorry, Elliot. Do you not want to pivot? Yeah, I don't want to pivot. I have so much more shit to say. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, we have, we've got Please, plenty this of is, time. This is the Rorschach episode, and I'm, I am <laughs> getting the to the Rorschach point. The Rorschach episode after our it, five fucking Rorschach it, Watchmen episodes. This is the Maoism immense 40 ounces special. Rorschach yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I just want to go back to Rorschach was not a, was not a mensch. I um, think we should discuss <laughs> that in depth not. towards the end. Um, yeah. Well, I mean... I mean, we're gonna have a we're gonna do a whole fucking episode on Rorschach, the actual fucking character. Um, He's a little angry. So I I I'm drunk. I'm drunk. Mm-hmm. Well, no, I'm vaguely tipsy. I'm vaguely it's tipsy. Fine. What we're approaching. Words? We're approaching. You know the the uh, event am, horizon here. I am feeling it, Mister Krabs. Um, go on. Yeah. Right. So I just want to go back to something Mike said about um uh this being. Uh, actually, I don't remember who said this. This um, was Mike. This was Mike talking was Mike. about. 
how the interpretations of the character and the quote unquote fandom around the character. Right. Yeah. Um, so what well, I, I, I don't, I, I think that this is something that the comic is attempting to do, but I think like a lot of people in general, and I'm not calling out um, Tom King specifically for this because this is a problem across anybody who does a Watchmen spinoff or ripoff or whatever. People are so afraid to talk about Rorschach, the character, for whatever reason. And when I read this comic, I don't get any sense of, not even, like, like an interpretation of Rorschach, the character. I don't get any sense of, like, an interpretation of Rorschach, the symbol. Because, like, I, I read these characters, um, like, uh... I read these characters, um, you know, like, talking around him, kind of. Like, they're wearing the mask, they say some of the lines occasionally, but they don't, they don't say, like, what they see in him. They don't say what they're, what they are projecting onto him at all. Um, there's, like, kind of, like, a vague sense of, like, oh, he's the savior figure. But, um, I don't, I don't see why... There's nothing really about Rorschach specifically. Like, I, I feel like that you could easily turn this into a Night Owl comic. Like, a bunch of people pretending to be Night Owl, right? Right, but... Yeah. I kind of hate Night Owl. <laughs> well, I would you're be less interested in that. I, well, but I Night, Owl that. Doesn't have, uh, Night Owl doesn't have the aspect of extremism that I think is present here. That is That's not present. enough. That's not enough. But for no, me. no, no, no. I'm just saying. I'm just saying that, like that, you you couldn't make it a night owl comic because I mean, you couldn't you couldn't make it a night owl comic, obviously. But I'm not saying like like oh, this whole thing could be about night owl. This whole comic could be about about night owl. I just don't see why the characters in the comic are projecting onto Rorschach specifically, as opposed to night owl, because they don't really say anything about him. Like I mean, I say, definitely, I agree with that. I just, I feel like I could say some things. I could you I could give some examples, but I feel like the examples that I could give could just as easily be exacerbated to Night Owl. So I don't really, I don't think I really have a a refute to that. What? Because, like, I mean, I know why they're doing it, like outside of the world of the comic, because, like, like from the from the metatextual perspective i guess like it they obviously aren't doing night owl because this isn't a fucking night owl comic it's a rorschach comic um and again metatextually um you, you, night owl does not have the the extremism but yeah. like like the way the way the nebulous way that they talk about all of the original characters of the comic, like, they could easily be like, oh, well, Night Owl was a good guy who did the right thing to save us from the squid, so this is what he would do too, because, uh, like, they could easily make up some bullshit excuse, right? Yeah, I think that gets at how I felt that, uh, 
It's an interesting idea, but I don't quite feel like it engages with Watchmen. I feel like it's just kind of like a Watchmen skin. Yeah, you're right. Like yeah, it's, completely. It's paid DLC for Watchmen. <laughs> yeah. You can know it's paid DLC for a different game that's Watchmen time. <laughs> yeah, no, like you can you can now play as Rorschach in League Fortnite. of Legends. Congrats. Fortnite. Great. Yeah, Fortnite. Um, I feel like the comedian would be in Fortnite because he does have a gun. Oh god. <laughs> god. Oh. oh my god. Can you imagine the comedian flossing? <laughs> um they just did that with fucking Rick Porn books. Yeah, Rick's yeah, in Rick Fortnite. Oh, Wait, who, Rick who? Rick's Rick Rick and Morty. from Rick and Morty. Oh, oh you can see that. That's I, incredible. I just got acid reflux just from talking about that. Um, you sure it wasn't the King Cobra? 40 ounces. Uh, no, it was definitely um, Fortnite <gasps> comedian slash Rick and Morty. Um, but this... Rorschach in Fortnite? I would literally throw up. Like, I would just be, like, <laughs> just thinking about it makes me feel slightly nauseous. Oh my I god. Actually, I do Rorschach, tend to agree with you there. Rorschach teams up with Rick Sanchez and Tyler Durden in the Fortnite <laughs> arena. <laughs> Nathan, I'm already, like... I'm already, like, four fists. I'm almost done with yeah. this King Cobra. Why are you trying to make me barf? More than I'm already feeling. Um... Okay, and and what? Just ignoring everything else that just happened, I'm gonna um jump back into my uh railroad, my thesis statement for this episode on how I personally could make a better Rorschach con- comic. Oh my god! Um, <laughs> You're so um, I'm gonna skip all the preamble, but um. Actually, oh god. Uh, well, just, I can just real just... fast, just real fast. Uh, Tom King, if you want to duke it out with Elliot for control, of these last three issues. No. Meet, meet behind the McDonald's. You know which one. <laughs> <laughs> um, genuinely, I would love to talk to Tom King just because I love comics and I think that he is probably he he is a good writer because I've read other. I read Mr. Miracle and I was like, damn, this is good. His run on Batman was great. And um, I, I hear that his run on Adam Strange is really good too, though I haven't read it yet. So the way that I would make a Rorschach comic, um, personally. Man, I don't even know. But there's like so much context that I think people need when I talk about this. Because I'm going to talk about like... Like, I'm not talking about, like, I would not do anything about Rorschach, the character, right? Um, like, because I, I am also very interested in, like, an analysis of how people in-universe, like, would look at him as a symbol or project onto him and stuff. Um, so that's what I would do. But what I started thinking about recently was um, the history of fandom. Right, um, and how that would play out in the Watchmen universe, and how that would you know, affect, you know, the the surrounding stuff that happens, the society, etc. Um, and when I say fandom, I don't just mean like fans of something, right? 
like to me there is a distinction between like a fan of marvel and marvel fandom yeah. right and fandom in in that context and the way that i mean it is traced back to um star trek the original series um which is like the first uh kind of that's where fan fiction comes from basically like that's the, the most succinct way i can put it is um fan fiction which is like the community that i'm talking about when i talk about fandom the people that like put in effort to make transformative works about media that comes from star trek the original series which originally aired in 1966 which is before um which is around the time that you know it's not the time that uh, the events in watchmen are taking place obviously because it's in fucking like the 80s um but it is like a solid 11 year timeline time period between star trek and um you know the keen act in the comic uh which yeah. is when heroes are out out loud outlawed so um in that time period there could easily be a fandom that springs up surrounding the heroes right yeah, uh, yeah. which means um there are there are um people in the Watchmen universe, there are people out there who, in um, you know that time period, were like, "Oh, Rorschach and Night Owl definitely fucking," <laughs> and wrote fanfic <laughs> about it. Okay, um, I agree so with that. <laughs> yep, here we go. But here, like, I feel like fan fiction as like a culture became much more of a thing with the internet because. No. No, no, you don't think so. It, no, no, it, 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 no, it, it had it, it had its like, it had its advent with fanzines before the internet. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. Did, it, even, did it explode with the internet for it, sure? But so yes. did a lot of other things. Yeah. Um, what about? What about? What about? I I think we I think an episode on the origin of fandoms would be kind of cool, or fanfic would be kind of cool, maybe because like you you do have there is very popular or not popular maybe but well known rewritings of works or self inserts like Dante's Inferno is kind of a rewrite slash self insert. You've not uh, really Dante's Inferno as a fan fanfic of this this is oh. actually a huge point of discourse that I have strong opinions on. No, and I, would I, would love love, to, I would love I would love to absolutely. do a whole on this. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's a great idea. I, I agree with that and is see if there's Paradise? like a lot I always of... thought that Paradise Lost was a fanfic. <laughs> yeah, that's also a fanfic. You could, you I, don't... could do I think there's something to be said. I think there's something to be said about even like uh the Aeneid as rewrite collecting and rewriting for propaganda purposes, the that's, um, that's the not. founding of Rome, but it was it, it. I there's there's definitely propaganda purposes, but I think it goes back to show like rewriting with an intention of the writer of reinterpreting these things. You, which you know I, what I'm imagining now? I'm imagining uh, the thanks. is it a fanfic alignment chart? <laughs> oh my god! Do, do you know people would commit murder over that? I think I would possibly commit murder over that. Uh, okay, I I think anyways, we should do, this should be an episode later, and we should make that yeah. alignment chart. As a That's quick, as a quick aside, I just finished the entirety of the last fifth of my King Crow reference just by bottoms up 
your oh, the last fist of your king crew, bro. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we can tell I don't you. Know. When you guys were all like popping off and talking, I was just like, I was drinking, and then I just couldn't stop drinking. Nice. <laughs> you ready for another forty, Mike? No. Oh God. I, I am very happy with the fact that I completely destroyed this thing, and I want to die now. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I'm so afraid to finish. I'm only halfway done with mine. Release You're only halfway done? I'm also only halfway done. I might not done. even be halfway done. Oh my god, I'm done! Release, <laughs> release me from this mortal Look, coil! I don't understand how your body can... My last much. 24 hours of my diet has been bad, and yeah. honestly, this is a little hard to keep down, oh, but I'm going to help. Had, like, tell me about it. I had some uh, of what this restaurant that we ordered from calls crunch wings. And, oh, and, you know, they're like wings, right? But instead of, like, being the way that wings usually are, it's like actual, like, southern fried chicken wings, which are then dipped in the sauce. And I'm like, oh, shit. So my diet has been awful because I ate 10 of those things. And I ate some of Courtney's boneless wings. And now I'm drinking a 40. I, I tried to everyone... order wings yesterday, and I accidentally ordered boneless wings, and it was really sad. This um, is my third time drinking alcohol in the last 24 hours, and my diet has consisted of uh, pizza for dinner, a chocolate chip cream cheese French toast bagel, and a cannoli for breakfast, and then french fries and two chili dogs for lunch. Honestly, that doesn't sound that unhealthy. Holy shit. And, it, and I think I'm on like my fifth or sixth cup of coffee in the last 24 oh hours. And I'm a Red Bull. Your shit, your shit is going to be awful. You're going to have to burst fucking shit. Yeah. I hope that everyone... I, I'm going shopping tomorrow and I'm absolutely just going to probably pick up a fuck ton of vegetables. Where, like, where are you shopping? I feel awful. I bought Harry's Harris Teeter. Oh. Um... um I'm going. Shopping. I'm sorry. I was actually. Yeah. Was let's not let's done l- let's going this through back around to Ellie. There's more. Yeah. There there yeah. is more. You guys cut me of off. Of course, there there's more. I'm sorry. It's like, it's like no, no, there was like very obviously more, but then we got distracted by something. Yeah, because I said, oh, there's people who are just definitely people in universe who are like, oh, Rorschach and uh, Night Owl. Oh, right. Definitely right. fucking. And then that went on a whole thing. So, yeah. um. Like, the way that I would do a Rorschach comic is I would look at the Rorschach fandom that definitely exists, even after he starts, like, going ape- after even after he goes full ape shit and, like, starts murdering people. I mean, there are people in real life who the are, like- The in-universe Rorschach. Yeah, they wouldn't care. Right. Yeah, the right. in-universe Rorschach fandom. Um, and I don't mean, like, the obvious, you know, racist idiots. Um, right. <laughs> I mean, the women who are, like- Oh, I can fix him. <laughs> um, because they exist, they would definitely exist in universe. They exist in real life, and I prefer no, not I, to think about that too hard. That um, good. I definitely see that. Yeah, like. So, Elliot, I, could you fix Rorschach? <laughs> Abby, Abby, I want you dead. But you're so dead. Um, oh my god. Um. Anyways. <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah, so, like, the way that I would do a Rorschach comic is I would look at, I would actually look at the way, um, A, those people, like, those women would do it, um, 
right? Those the way that like people who idolize Rorschach in a in a heterosexual kind of way um would uh project onto him and twist what they know of him into you know something palatable to them, right? And then um you know there and then also like parallel that I guess with the um racist fanboys who just take his journals at face value and are like, oh this guy was so cool and definitely didn't have any problems whatsoever. Um you mean like in real life? <laughs> yeah 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 like in real life. Like in real life. One hundred percent. Yeah. Elliot, would you write us like if, if you got this comic you wanted, would you publish a either uh imagined or real life uh flashback Rorschach sexual encounter. We could need to go get a trash can. If if I did this if I did this comics that I'm envisioning in my mind, I would absolutely one hundred percent include <laughs> um like probably multiple pieces of um Rorschach fan fiction <laughs> but like written in universe, right? Like the Ooh, like the, the yeah. black like the the yeah it would be like, like the, the black freighter yes, yeah. like black, black freighter yeah oh, oh my god idea. but it's just like hardcore raw Rorschach porn I have to, I have to view I, myself because no. I'm laughing too hard <laughs> I I I would um I w- it would not be like 100% raw Rorschach porn. Yeah, um, we'd have to tell a story and have yeah, we'd have like to tell a, a parallel story. point. Yeah, yeah. This isn't porn without plot, guys. Yeah, uh-huh. just to use some fanfic lingo. <laughs> you know, you talking about the Rorschach, the racist Rorschach fanboys. Mm-hmm. You know, this this got me thinking. All right, oh boy, who you got winning in a fight, Rorschach between misinterpreted, misunderstood characters who are idolized by the wrong element? You got Rorschach. Joker. Versus Rick Sanchez versus the Joker, <laughs> Tyler Durden versus BoJack Horseman. Oh my God! Oh, Tyler Durden. Tyler Durden wins hands down. Yeah, he actually runs this some kind of club. I think that would. Help Tyler Durden. Do yeah. I, look, here's but here's the thing. Actually, here's the thing. This week, I saw on Twitter a comment that women can't understand Fight Club, and I think oh, that really? wins. Yeah, I think that wins because for those who don't know, a woman wrote Fight Club. So I, I think that does manage what? to outdo any of those other ones. You what? I did. Oh, sorry. Wait, wait, wait. I wait, did wait. Find what? A woman wrote Fight Club, right? No. Am I wrong? You, no. That's right. It did, was the gay guy. Did, did yeah. Chuck Palahniuk, I was going to say, did, did Chuck Palahniuk come out as trans? I, no. I, I, yeah. No. Chuck, no. Yeah. Isn't he the yeah. one that wrote the thing it's about the uh, fucking right. pool? Yes, 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 he is. Yes, yes, you know that story. Guts. The what? Guts. Oh, yeah. God. Wait, he wrote what? Don't it's even a, worry. It, about yeah, it. We, we, we are not going to get into it here. It's, Wait, a, it's, it's really a gross. Story. It's really is it, gross. It, is it about? Guts from Berserk. No. Yeah. No. If that will make you read. That's exactly where my mind went. I'm sorry. (laughs) I I appreciate that for you, and God, I wish that were me. I wish I did not know what that short story was about. You know. Anyways, that was my whole thesis. I miss Mira. With that, I think it's. Is everybody done with their 40? I know. I'm I'm halfway done with my 40. All right. Uh, 
I would like to wrap it up, but I'm waiting on one person. Look, I, if I drink a glass of this, I'm going to be spewing all over everything. Uh, do we want to talk about? I, I'm like low key considering going outside and vomiting just so I can finish the rest of this and like empty <laughs> my stomach. Oh my god! Well, dude, uh, E3 just... is a thing that's happening this weekend. Yeah, can I, I just can... talk about how excited I am that after two years we finally got Elden Ring news? Yeah! yeah! Hell yeah! Trailer looks really is. cool. It's, Elden it's Ring looks really cool. It's, it's the, the newest... new Dark Souls. Yeah. It's mm. the new game from Hayao Miyazaki. Not, no, not no. Hidetaka. No. Hidetaki. <laughs> and he's teaming up with George R. R. Martin to do that. Yeah, right. and the trailer is super awesome. It has so many Berserk references. It's yeah. so cool. Yeah! It, it, it looks... It looks you get exactly to, and you like, get to ride a like goat horse cow thing. Horse. It's, it's awesome. Like, it's like reminder, the other Miyazaki. Reminder mm -hmm. my very uh, moving talk about how much Berserk and Miura meant to me is lost to the lost episodes that got screwed up audio-wise. Yeah. Did you know on that? Did, Did I know, know what? I can't remember if you went yeah, off on the, that. The yeah, the yeah. announced his death. Mm -hmm. Yep. Fuck uh, you, Mike. Episode 9. I'm so I'm very drunk. Okay. okay. Legacy, like, we'll you know what continued. else is a game that's coming out soon that I'm really excited about? The Mario, Mario Rabbit. Wait, there's a Mario versus Rabbit sequel? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, did you not see that? <laughs> I sent it to the group chat. I didn't know about that. What was the game that you were saying, Abby? Uh, not Bayonetta 3. Not Bayonetta 3. No. Uh, after all, no. Um, so, back. Hey. It's only half. We're only halfway done with E3. Like I, there's still news. There, back, you know, I've given up. So, <laughs> so back, what we in sophomore, back in sophomore year, mm -hmm. there was a game that I found out about. It had already been announced. I think probably around the time that like I started college as a freshman. Um, and you have to remember that at this time, Binding of Isaac Rebirth just got released, right? Mm -hmm. So I was. That, that shows how old that fucking game is, but I fucking love that game. Anyway, um, so Ed McMillan's previous works, you know, Super Meat Boy is his take on platformers and, you know, Super Mario Bros. Binding of Isaac is his take on, yes, roguelites, but it also owes a lot to the original Zelda games. Right. And Bullet Hells. Yes, and Bullet Hells. But the next game that Ed McMillan was supposed to release was going to be his take on Pokemon. And it was going to be called Mugenics. And it was going to be about breeding and it was going to be a meta take it on It was going to be about breeding. <laughs> and, 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 and fighting mutant cat. And it would be a meta take on, um, on Pokemon. And, um... Then, like, we didn't hear anything about it for years and years and years and years and years. And now, finally, it's back in development. I'm so fucking excited. I'm so hyped for the fucking Ed McMillan take on Pokemon. It's gonna be sick. Look, I I love, um, like, stupid, over-the-top Pokemon parodies uh, where it's like, oh, it's animal slave labor or whatever the fuck. Mugenics, though? Mugenics? Uh, it's gonna be I, I can't I can't wait. Mugenics? I don't yeah. know, man. I don't know. That doesn't even sound like a that sounds like more like a fucking monster rancher thing. There's not a lot of eugenics in Pokemon. Hold on. Can we uh, also talk about there isn't 
there there was until there isn't there isn't competitive yeah. Pokemon. Uh, Breeding I mean, specific like Shout out to Emily. Hold on, hold on. While we're on this topic, can we talk talk about uh, Pal World? Did you guys see this? Pal World. No. I oh didn't. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I was thinking of when this I is Pal World. It's Pokemon, but with guns. It is oh so fucking stupid. <laughs> Isn't that just Digimon? No, 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 no. no, no, no. So you have the gun, no. not the Digimon. You have yeah. the gun. <laughs> Wait, it's you just, have the gun? You yes. have the gun. Oh my god, Pokemon. have you not seen this? So no. It's, it's set in a world that's basically Pokemon, <laughs> but instead, but it's all cutesy and cute, but your character has a gun, and there's a bunch of stuff that revolves yeah. around, like, you forcing Pokemon to work yeah. in sweatshops to make guns, and then you using gun, you using Pokemon as, like, living shields to protect you from it's gunfire. So stupid. It is so absurd. It is so fucking funny. Holy shit. Like, oh my god, I'm watching the trailer right now. Isn't it, isn't it, like, just the bat it's not even like i don't think they're it's not an intentional parody apparently but it is fucking hilarious those are definitely fucking wooloos that mike just posted in chat like literally yeah, they're, they're definitely like copy pasting pokemon like they're pokemon they're obviously like gyaradoses and shit it is so yeah funny. what are those penguin pokemon can you shoot them with a gun? Oh, they just are making guns. Pal <laughs> 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 World is a brand new multiplayer open world survival crafting game where you can befriend and collect mysterious creatures called Pal in a vast world. Make your pals fight, build, farm, and work in factories. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god it's uh, i just love that one part in the trailer where the fucking sheep is just getting shot to hell with bullets and he's just happy about it. he's like yeah no, he, he's crying in that yeah he's crying, okay. he's crying. it's Quite. it's just hilarious like Quite. like uh, for people who have not seen this this trailer um it starts off like very normal happy um pokemon ripoff and then suddenly it cuts to you, the player, like, shooting up a bunch of other, like, random NPCs, I guess. And it is the funniest fucking thing I have seen in decades. And Question. I watched Raising Arizona last night. Question oh, from, Arizona um... Raising Arizona is good. I love Raising Arizona. It's great. Question on, like, up front, up, like Q&A with the devs on Steam. Question. What is this game about? Answer. Pal World is a game about living a slow life with mysterious creatures called Pal, or throwing yourself into life-or-death battles with poachers. You can make pals fight, breed, help with farming, or work in factories. You can also sell them off and even slaughter them to eat. That, ho <laughs> that however, is forbidden by law. <laughs> you ever just have to eat your Pikachu to survive? Oh my god, he is crying. <laughs> Look, I mean, on 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 another point, this thing is getting hit by bullets and only crying. How are you supposed to slaughter and eat this thing? Like, I feel like that's intimidating. Poaching and crime, endangered species pals live in hunting prohibited area. <laughs> if you sneak in and catch them, you'll get tons of money. It's only illegal if you get caught. Oh my god, <laughs> this is yeah. this is. It's hilarious. It's hilarious. All right. I'm All right. This, this this will hold me over until Mugenics. Um. 
I, am I allowed to circle back into Rorschach because I have a lot? <laughs> no, no. I'm actually gonna end. I'm actually gonna end it here. Are you fucking done. kidding me? You fucking coward! I oh hate you. You're an absolute coward. I'm not done. Cass is yeah, done. I'm not done either. I'm not right. done either. Next you're the topic. one who said we're not stopping till we finish this thing. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I want to vomit. I I don't have to finish this, and you yeah. made me feel like this. I'm gonna be so fucking angry. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Keep drinking. Um, <laughs> talk about Rorschach while I show. Uh, there should be more in-depth discussion. Wait, of Nathan, we don't actually... know. That's... No, shut up. Shut up. Shut up. There should be more in-depth discussion of how these people were actually radicalized. The way that it's being looked at in the comic right now is incredibly shallow, and there needs to be more political um, uh, discourse oh, yeah. happening because but, it's just it's it's just very limp dicked right now. I'm sorry. It's only what? like a twelve issue long. They comic. had a whole. They had a whole issue devoted to the conspiracy itself right well i mean i guess like actually kind of they didn't but like they had a whole thing about laura they had a whole thing talking about that guy that laura manipulated question mark and they don't go into like why these people were pushed to violence they're just you, like oh it's the squids you know what i think what do you I think, think if they did an issue like that, you would complain about it being useless exposition. <laughs> I think I would. I think I would do that if they did it in a way that was fucking sucks. boring exposition. Hold on, can we yeah, can we make sure ass. that Nathan isn't dead? No, I'm here. Okay, Nathan's, on, Nathan's mad at us. Uh, who cares? Um, I saw cares you were typing, and then you, it just like cut off. So I was right, like, Oh my god, on, is Nathan okay? Done. How are you I'm, almost dying? <laughs> I mean, I can die. Cass, Cass, I love I'm you so much. I'm gonna go sit on the porch. <laughs> Y'all just need to do what I did and just bottoms up that shit right. until I'm almost stopped. done. I'm literally almost done. Cass, I think that you can be the exception because I love you so much. Yeah. Also, is people, are people I'm not. Is, I don't want special treatment. Sorry. Also, I didn't mean is, hit the, is the aspect of people dropping in and out of the call going I, to fuck up the audio? I've been actually. recording the whole um, time. Yeah, you were the we one. All, who made the we joke. also have the audacity recording. Yeah, yeah. That's why yeah. I came back in immediately because I was like, "Wait, uh, shit. I can't, I can't actually leave." <laughs> but Abby's gone now, so I think we actually have to stop because it's gonna fuck up. Am I? Yeah. Anyway, um, well, so anybody, anybody has any final thoughts? Like final, final thoughts. Are we talking final about beer now? My final, final thought we is... We do have to talk about better. the beer. Well, we can talk about the beer real fast. It's a fucking malt liquor. It tastes like beer. People are going to probably hate it. I'm going to rank gross. it. It's I'm going to rank it like... Gross. I'm I, For purely nostalgic purposes only, I'm putting it in high C. It's gross, and it didn't even get me that drunk. Um, uh, <laughs> M for meh. Okay. Um, anyways... Uh, but, yeah, uh, this was your extra-long episode of Maoism Men. Wait, hold on, I didn't get a chance. Oh, oh sorry, I'm Mike. gonna sorry, put it sorry. in. Yeah, I'm back, but outside, leaning over. The <laughs> oh, my <You're>, God. <laughs> you're gonna put it in B for your leaning over? My take is <laughs> that... I, the whole <laughs> I might puke. I'm, like, leaning over the deck. I'm gonna... Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I like a malt liquor. I just... I've drank way too much recently. 
Yeah. Abby, Abby rates it P for I might puke. My <laughs> my take, my hot take is that um I drink this whole thing. Uh it it's possible it's because that it was like I tried to finish it before it was cold, but this was honestly a lot more enjoyable than a lot of the other beer flavored beers uh that I've had so far. So I will put it at the top of all of those. I don't know where it is. It's probably like the top, top of like C tier. <laughs> Better than Foster's, fuck you. Fuck you, you cabinet. Yeah, Cass hasn't rated it yet. Cass has to rate it. My take is that y'all are whiny little losers for not <laughs> wanting to continue to record until I finish with this thing. I would. I would gladly continue to record. It is fucking Nathan's fault. Everything is Nathan's fault. <laughs> it tastes like fucking beer. It's... <laughs> high C tier, <laughs> sure, whatever. I don't care. It's not that great, but it's drinkable. And it continues to be more drinkable as um, you know, I get as more fucking can. wasted as hell. All right. Does is anyone this, want to put money this... on me puking? Does anyone no. want to put money on me puking? No, no because I, I love you. you. <laughs> I would, I but I'll put five dollars on I don't puke. I'll Anyone put ten on you do. Ten on you do. I'm not. I don't wow. think you're gonna puke, Abby. <laughs> this can we? Are this, we closing it out? This was Mal was a meant an extra long. Episode. Oh, next week is Chainsaw Man, which I have talked about a ton. So yeah, I think has some unreliable narrator things uh, and stuff that might be nice to compare to Rorschach. Tune in next week. I might also watch Doom Patrol because I have to do that for Elliot. Are we ever gonna not talk about comics? Uh, I mean, we we have not talked about comics like several times. We haven't talked about it for a while, so we're just getting back into it. If, had if I had Elliot if I had my if I had my way, this would be a comics podcast because I fucking love comics. Uh, the, uh, the, what do you You're call a fish with so no eyes? A fish. A fish. Uh, <laughs> there we go. In the okay. episode. <laughs>